How you doing? This is Black Shy Guy entering Shy Town with season two, episode three. Once again, thank you for joining me. And as always, make sure you get that drink. Make sure you get that nice freaking drink and make sure it's a sweet one, too. And thank you, as always, for sitting at my table. Today, we have a very particular topic. Very nostalgic. <laughs> Well, as I prepare to go on my trip, as you know, I will be leaving town. I will be leaving town and I will return next Tuesday. Next Tuesday will be my return. That's why I'm coming out with just one single episode this week. And that's why last week has been on a slow, monumental climb because I had to pack things up, get everything ready. You know how things are. You know, you want to get prepared for anything that could possibly happen at the airport. And the way things are. Um, with delays on flights or whatever, I just want to prepare myself. I want to make sure I have my activities ready, make sure I have my switch in my bag, make sure I have my my tablet. I also want to make sure I have my games downloaded, whatever movies download downloaded. You know what I mean? I I, I got my I got my Naruto Shippuden's downloaded. You know what I mean? I also got my Barudos downloaded. So. It took a while, but I got them down, so I'm going to be well entertained, so I don't give a damn what show they show on the airplane, you know what I mean? I don't I don't care, because I'm well, well prepared right now. I'm well prepared. So basically, um, I'm going to Dominican Republic. I'm going to see family and spend time with family, because um, a lot of us are going, and I think it's about seven of us going. They're leaving from the Bronx. I'm leaving from Depew, New York, which is Buffalo, basically. And um, we're gonna meet over there in Dominican Republic. You know what I'm, know what I mean? And in Punta Cana, that's where we're meeting. You know what I mean? My home country, and we're gonna have a good time. So it's been a lot of preparations. It's been crazy. You know what I mean? I apologize with the slow releasing episodes these last uh, 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 this last past week or whatever. So um, as you know, I will be coming once again back on the 15th i will be back on the 15th the next episode when i'm back will be released that thursday um so just expect a late release episode and it will be on thursday but thank you once again for your support for all those who have supported and i don't know what what you guys been doing this past week but evo was available to watch i don't know if you guys watched evo it was a very very good evo i mean there's a couple of people that won that i was very i was very disappointed that um they didn't win other um in the other brackets you know what i mean we got sonic fox winning and skull girls he came in first place second place and dick killage came in second place third place pen pen um skull girls is a fighting game that i don't know i i like scroll i like skull girls but i don't know i just can't get into it I can't get into Skullgirls. I, I, I just can't. I mean, the fighting system is kind of wonky to me. I mean, I love the combos. The combos are brilliant. They look fantastic. But I just can't get into Skullgirls. I don't know. It, it's like, it's one of those fighting games that I just never got myself hooked up to. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I wish I have because it looks amazing. Sonic Fox is just amazing in that fighting game. Sonic Fox, what fighting game Sonic Fox is not good in? Because even in Street Fighter Five, when he picks the poison guy, he still came in within the top 10 in the last tournament he took serious for Street Fighter Five. 
Sonny Fox is just an amazing player. An amazing player. He came in first in Skullgirls. And in Mortal Kombat 11, it surprised me a lot in Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11 and Evil of 2022, I thought Rewind was going to take it. I thought Rewind was going to take it. I mean, I knew Foxy Grandpa would go far. I'm surprised he beat Sonic Fox. I did. And it looked like Sonic Fox, I don't know, did not take it. Listen, I'm not taking anything away from Foxy Grandpa. But Sonic Fox didn't look like he took that match seriously. Why didn't he pick the Joker? My man went with RoboCop. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't think Sonic Fox really cared. I didn't, Call me wrong because Sonic Fox cares about a lot of the matches or whatever. But, I mean, I just don't think he took that seriously. I don't think he took uh, Mortal Kombat 11 serious. Because he would have took the... He, 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 he would have picked the Joker. Like, why not pick the Joker? You're a beast. I mean, he's a beast with every character, but... I just don't understand where he went with that. But the one who ended up winning overall was Scorpion Prox. He ended up winning. Rewind ended up being ended up winning second place. I really wanted Rewind to pull it off. Um, I wanted Rewind or Foxy Grandpa to win it. I mean, when Sonic Fox lost to Gra- Foxy Grandpa, I wanted Foxy Grandpa to win it all. But then Foxy Grandpa ended up losing. And, of course, Rewind ended up going all the way to the top against Scorpion Prox. And... And Scorpion Box pulled off the win. I mean, I really, really, really hate the character Scorpion Box was using. I, I'm not even going to mention the name because, I mean, the name of that character, I mean, it just, it, 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 it just annoys me. It, it, that character annoys me. He has a Dragon Ball Z jump. For no damn reason in a Mortal Kombat game. In a Mortal Kombat game. I I I I I I don't I don't get it. And I and I don't understand why Rewind didn't go with Johnny Johnny Cage. I don't know. That's his basically his main or whatever, but I I'm surprised he didn't go with Johnny Cage. He went with the Khan, not Shao Khan, but the other Khan. I I'm surprised he didn't go. I, I I don't get it. Like, why didn't he pick Johnny Cage? I mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, he that con definitely has a very dangerous mid attack. Very dangerous. <laughs> it's just so dangerous. I mean, and I was very disappointed that Scar didn't go far. Scar got eliminated really early. I mean, Scar got eliminated really early. Ever since Scar won with Sonya when Mortal Kombat 11 released. Ever since he won with Sonya in that opening when he beat Sonic Fox in the finals, when that iconic middle finger between him and Sonic Fox happened, even though it was out of love, but it was still iconic. He just never been able to climb back up the brackets in any other tournament. I really hope, and but Scar, for some odd reason, never really adapted to Mortal Kombat 11 because he never found a love for it after, after what they did to his Sonya, too. I mean, Sonya... Combo's capabilities upon her release was dangerous. But then they did so much f- damn tuning to Sonya that they just made her almost damn near useless. She is very dangerous because she is a 50-50 character. So, despite that, Sonya is still dangerous. She still can keep you guessing. She's not as dangerous in the guessing game as Sub-Zero, obviously. 
But she is still a 50-50 character. You just got to get past that mid because she has no mid. I mean, no mid at all. Like, what, uh, the, 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 I think is the back four into the up two. I mean, to the up three. I mean, like, if you if you bait with the back four, like back four into the into her ring beams, and then, like, I don't know, down three, and I don't know. It's like her mid-game is so wonky. I love Sonya. I play with her. But, I mean, she's very, very difficult to win with when you're, you're playing against the top elites because Sonya just... Her mid game is just sucks. It just sucks. It's not like um, it, it's not like Cassie Cage's mid game. Like Cassie G Cage has a dangerous mid game. She she has a dangerous mid game. Even her down four is dangerous. Like her down four can keep Sub Zero at bay, which prevents any Sub Zero from making you get into that fifty fifty guessing game with his stupid forward two. Like it, it's just. Cassie Cage can really dominate with her mid game. That's where she shines in the mid and up close. When Sonya can only shine from far and from up close. Mid, she she sucks. She sucks. But yes, Scorpion Prize came out of first. Rewind second. Nicholas third place. Foxy Grandpa in fourth. I'm going all the way down because my man Sonny Fox ended up in fifth. I really wanted Sonny Fox to win that. And Melt Blood, Jen came in first. Melt Blood, I can care less for that game. Melty Blood, I, I, I can care less for that game. Second was Masoma. Third was Kiri. But I still got to shout out these winners. I mean, they da damn well deserve it. Grand, Grand Blue Fantasy, first place was Gamera. Second place was Tororo. Third place was Taco. You know what I mean? So that was in Grand Blue Fantasy. That was the winner. And Dragon ball fighter z i was so surprised so many top names were not was not in this game it's like no ever since that update a lot of people was upset at that update particularly sonic fox who 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 basically displayed it on his twitter like he was not happy with up the with that update he was not happy with that update that's why he didn't participate in it because he's like how you come up with an update before evo it, it doesn't make sense how do you do that like even as a as one of the devs, how you come out with an update before Evo? It's stupid. It's dumb. You never do that, especially when there's a top tournament coming up. You never do an update on your damn game. You couldn't wait after Evo. It was that much in a rush. It was stupid. But first place for Dragon Ball Fighter Z was Wawa. Which is surprising. Wawa surprising one. He won that. I mean, Wawa is known for the other fighting game, um, um, Mario, the Mario um game. But second place Nitro, third place Yasha. Okay, in the multiverses. Oh my God, I I don't know how people are playing that game. That game. Hey, listen, the game is free. Go check it out. It, it is. It is entertaining to watch. You know what I mean? It is entertaining to watch. I don't know if they added another character. I know the latest character that I know about is LeBron James. So you can go check it out. But the first place on that one is Netcat. Netcat. Second place, Rose. And third place, Sun Sunumi Leviathan. I'm, uh, I, I'm killing. I'm killing the names here. <laughs> I mean, but those are the first, second, and third place winners for the multiverse. The King of Fighters, which was a very interesting 
very interesting match. That was very interesting. But ZJZ just dominated the whole freaking. He just dominated. I mean, oh. I mean, E.T. was close, but he, they're not close enough. He even struggled in that those last two rounds. He he just struggled. He wasn't able to keep keep up with ZJZ. He just struggled really bad. But ZJZ came up with the winning King of Fighters. He came on on first, E.T. second, and Xiao He at third place, which was pretty good. Tekken was a really good one too. Tekken was really good. I can't believe Arslan and Super Akuma was bounced off. I can't believe it. And, I mean, I think Super Akuma messed up when he met up with Arslan. Like, I think he would have went far. But Arslan knows Super Akuma so well. It's like he just knows Super Akuma. And you can see it in the way when he played Super Akuma. He just knows Akuma. Like, he just had him. But anyway, first place, Nii. Second place, Khan. And third place, Arslan. Those were the winners on Tekken 7. And for Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition, I'm going to tell you about that match between Idom and Kawano was the best match I have ever seen as of late because there's been great matches. There's been great matches, but this so far to me, honestly, wins it for now because holy crap Kawana had to holy crap I mean Idom's Laura is so damn dangerous so damn dangerous and a lot of people say well his Laura's V-Trigger is so damn dangerous Laura's ridiculous I, it's almost like they're trying to take away the skill from Idom like you cannot do that Item is so skilled. Item, everybody know Item as the Mecca in the Street Fighter Five. I don't know who's gonna be the Mecca in Street Fighter Six. Mecca meaning who's gonna be the top dog, but the top dog in Street Fighter Five obviously was Punk. At at the first, no, it was Takedo. Takedo was almost like the top dog with his Akuma, and then you see Punk was right there, and Punk came, and then Takedo came back again, dominating, and then Item just came out of nowhere. Like, Item just came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I remember when I first seen Item, and Item is such a treat to watch play. Like, he's so humble. He's so quiet, you can tell. And even with the situation with Punk, I'm not going to get into that situation. When Punk had a situation with someone else and and Punk was interviewing Item. And Item, you can tell Item did, did not just want to get into, into not, it wasn't beef, but the play beef um, Punk was making about USA being the best. And Item was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Item just didn't want to get involved. But, I mean, Item is just... A great individual. I, 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 he, he's a great kid. Um, Daigo top five for Daigo for to be doing it this long. For Daigo to be doing it this long is is unprecedented. And the thing is, Daigo struggles. Believe it or not, Daigo making top like this. 
despite him struggling with Street Fighter Five, because you know Daigo loves Ryu still, but Ryu just sucks in Street Fighter Five. He just sucks. I mean, let's be honest. Ryu is just a bad character to use in Street Fighter Five. Has he enhanced a little bit in the last couple of seasons? Yes, he's gotten a little better, but he sucks. He sucks. Because he, 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 he's just not, he's not, he's not good in a lot of situations. So Daigo went with Guile. And I just wish that Daigo was a little bit more aggressive with Guile. Like a little bit more aggressive with him. That's all. That's all. I just want him to be a little bit more aggressive. And I think he can be so dangerous. Because when Daigo is... Like, when Daigo is pushed, right? When Daigo is pushed and he has to capitalize because he's losing in the last couple of minutes, he plays so totally different. But let's not drag this. First place, Kawano. Second place, Item. And third is Gachikun. I mean, and, and fourth, Takedo. Fifth, Daigo. I mean, this is like a Hall of Fame lineup when it comes to Street Fighter Five right here. Hall of Fame lineup. You, you can expect no less for these people to end up where they ended up. Anybody could have took first from out of all those the individuals, but Item, Item, I, I think Item will take away Capcom Cup coming up. I think he's gonna pull away with that. Guilty Gear Strive, first place Yumisho, second place Slash, third place Leffen, and that's basically was our evil of 2022 results, people. That was our evil, and it was very exciting. I hope you guys watched it. I hope you guys watched it because it was so good. And give it up for the winners, man. Give it up for the winners of EVO 2022. It takes a lot of dedication, a lot of practice to be on top in those games. And you got to give it up to those players. You got to give it up. You got to give it up to, I mean, wow. It was an amazing street. I, I hope you guys go check it out. The Street Fighter Five last match. It was just amazing to watch. It was almost like remember when Sonic Fox was playing against um let me see against Dragon and against Ninja Killer in those finals it was almost like that it was just breathtaking i mean you had to hold your breath to everything um um the players had to capitalize on the mistakes they prevented the mistakes they capitalized on it was just so amazing it's so amazing to watch top skills players deal with the amount of stress they deal with when it comes to high level competition and that's why you got to give it up once again to them because it takes a lot of dedication but let's move on to our topic of the day which is a breaking news situation it is and we are talking about nostalgia yeah, we're talking about nostalgia. How we cling on to it. When it comes to gaming and in life itself. You notice that people, right? Because I thought about nostalgia deep, especially me going to this trip, right? Me going to this trip, I, I've, you know, you get into thoughts, you know. I don't know if you're one of those people, but I'm definitely one of those people that I start thinking. And... I, I do, I do like a lot of, um, how can you say, 
you know, just a lot of thinking, you know, especially when I'm solo and I'm chilling by myself and I'm having a drink of coffee and just thinking about life, you know what I mean? And, and, and just where all of us have, have come so far. And you know that despite us continuing forward, you know we cling on so much to the past. Despite us moving forward, you know we depend on the past keeping us happy. It's almost like we cling on to something that doesn't exist anymore. But despite the fact that it doesn't exist, we cling on to it to try to bring it back to the present. And I'm talking about in game, video games and in life itself. I mean, how many developers in video games cling on to old titles because they know they bring the nostalgia back to video gamers out there? How many developers cling on to old storylines? And I know people are going to say, well, the world has been around for so long that ideas have run out. A lot of people believe that there's no more ideas left. And I think people can still be creative. But I still think nostalgia plays a big part because a lot of people go back to the past. To what made us happy, I guess. A lot of people believe that the world back then was a happier place. And in a way, it depends on how far back you go. Because the world was a really ugly place if you go really far back. You know what I mean? And not to get too deep into it, but when situations like racism was very strong, even though it's still around, but it was just very strong and very outspoken back then. Now, I mean, people get condemned if they even try to utter the word that they are racist. So it, we do live in a better world, but I'm talking about in nostalgia. I'm talking about in the simplicity of things. How many times that, despite us enjoying the internet, the convenience of shopping, the convenience of everything being accessible in our fingertips, how many of us think back to those days? I, I, I remember when I went in Target, right? And I went into like Walmart. You know the toy aisle is not as big. The toy, uh, the toy, the toy aisle is like one or two aisles. That's it. That's it. One or two aisles. If we was kids, we would have booed the hell out of that. One or two aisles for toys? That's crazy. One or two aisles for toys? How can that be? I remember back then you walk in Toys R Us. I mean, you have a whole store to walk through. And Toys R Us is making a so-called comeback. I don't know how they're going to succeed because they have to price match with so many internet stores out there particularly amazon i don't know how toys R Us will ever succeed in coming back i don't even know if that's a rumor if that's true i don't see them succeeding if they do come back they have to come back as a small branch but i guess 
Toys R Us is coming back because of nostalgia. They remember when people were actually happy with Toys R Us. When walking in Toys R Us was, it was like a happy place. I remember when I was a kid, going to Toys R Us was a. It felt like a holiday. Now, the fact that everything is so accessible at our fingertips. We take for granted what we had, what and 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 what we lost. We lost a lot of social connections with the devices we have now. Nostalgia was great. Nostalgia is great when you think back on those happy times when you just when just going into Blockbuster and renting a movie made your night whether you was watching the movie alone or with your partner it, it, it just made your night a lot of people say nostalgia is dangerous like going back and living in the past and reminiscing about the past is dangerous you gotta move on i don't think it is because like i said people a lot of developers people in general they dwell in they dwell in the past a lot of times they think they think back a lot of times, especially when it comes to also relationships. Relationships were so much easier back then. Remember when you were able to walk up to a beautiful woman and compliment her? And it didn't look weird or strange. Now you walk up to a beautiful woman and you try to talk to her. No matter how you look, you can look like freaking Van Damme. You can look like, I mean, Tom Cruise, whatever. Doesn't matter. A man walks up to a woman out in the street, out in public and compliments her. It's almost like, it's almost like a sin. It's almost like they rather you message them on the device, a.k.a. dating sites, etc. Back then was so much simpler. You walk up to a woman, you're, you're shopping, you see a beautiful woman buying a bag of apples or whatever the case may be, whatever, she, whatever she's buying, that's the point. And you walk up to her and you compliment her. Hey, how you doing? I noticed you. I mean, I took this opportunity to come up to you and introduce myself because the possibility of me seeing you again is small. I remember those went a long way. Now, <laughs> it's like you see it in, in these shows or whatever. Even the ladies saying themselves, they're like, it's, it's weird when a guy comes up to me and talk to me. What, why is it weird? Back then, that's all we had. That's all our 70s people had was walking up to someone. It's, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. I guess living in the past is bad, but thinking about it and drawing and drawing certain feelings because of it, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. I don't know why people think dwelling in the past at times, especially when it causes you to reminisce and make you happy, is a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, there's people that come up with great ideas because of the past. And when they dwell into a period of nostalgia. 
They come up with great ideas. And those great ideas were used once, but they reuse it again because it brings nostalgia. It brings people remembrance. It brings people happiness. And that happens during video game developments and it happens in life in general. Is nostalgia bad? Think that to yourself. As I talk about it right now as we speak. Think about it right now. I'll wait. Take a sip of your drink while I wait also. I know it's probably good. Because obviously you brought a drink that you pretty much enjoy when you came to listen to my show. Is nostalgia a bad thing? Think that. Think that. And come up with, come up with an answer. Base your opinion on your experiences. When you go, sit down, whether it's in a park or by the ocean, if you're lucky, on vacation. Or even if you're lucky and you live by the water. Or you're on a boat. Or you're even in the top of the mountains, looking down at the valley. How many times do you dive into nostalgia when you're in those quiet moments, those quiet areas? After experiencing those precious moments, you're still going to tell me that nostalgia is bad? That dwelling in the past is a bad thing? I think not. I think it's a beautiful thing. Thinking about the past. As long as you don't dwell on the bad things. As, as long as you don't dwell on the mistakes you've made. But I'm talking about those unexpected pleasures that makes life worth living those are the moments I'm talking about when you go back and dwell and think about life in general and even when you're thinking about that freaking boss that keeps kicking your ass like back in the days when you were playing freaking Super Mario Brothers and you couldn't make that goddamn jump because they put it alright let me calm down <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying, some of those jumps in Super Mario Brothers 2 were a pain in the ass, man. Pain in the ass, man. I'm not lying. It was a pain in the ass. But I don't know. I think I think about a lot of stuff in the past, and it doesn't bother me one bit. One bit. I had a lot of happy moments. I had a lot of bad moments, but I don't dwell on the, on the bad things. Like I said, that's when nostalgia can, can mess you up. I'm talking about those moments that, you know, just take your breath away. Not to sound cliche, but it does. Is nostalgia bad? I, I, that's, my, that's my answer. It's not. I think nostalgia is pretty much a joy at quiet times in your life. I don't know. I reminisce at times... All the time when I'm <laughs> when I'm alone, like I said. And I find it quite peaceful. Do you? This is Black Shy Guy. Once again, I will be going on a trip. I will be enjoying myself. And I hope you too enjoy yourself this week and the week till I come back. Like I said, my next episode after I come back on the 15th, I will be leaving tomorrow and I will be returning on the 15th. And my next episode will be released on the 17th. 
I hope to see you there. This is Black Shy Guy. And as always, thank you for sitting at my table. I'm out of here. And wish me a safe trip, okay? Peace! Large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean